At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Shoot the Dough podcast is recorded in front of a live internet audience. It's time to do the show. I mean, shoot the dough with Aaron and Danae. Streaming on Mixler every Monday afternoon or available to download later in your podcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. Time for the show to begin, so let's listen in. Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, it's Aaron and Danae. I'm all drink some of this here tea. I'm all drink it all up. Look at me go. You're not drinking it. <laughs> Is that what it sounds like when you drink your tea? Do that again, today. <laughs> that sounds like something from a video game. Yeah, I was going to say. Can I do it again? Alien. No, go ahead. <laughs> uh, welcome to this episode of Shoe the Dough. Uh, thanks for joining us on a very, very special episode of Shoe the Dough. It's the pre-Thanksgiving episode. Uh, right off the bat, I guess we'll give you that show note, which is during the Thanksgiving week, there will be no new episode of Shoe the Dough. We're going to be preparing our stomachs. So be uh, be a couple weeks before you see a new shoe. Hopefully you're not thankful about that. And uh, and why would they be thankful? What kind hopefully of person, you're not thankful I, well, Why would that you we're even leaving? bring it up? <laughs> What is if you're kind thankful of self-immolation is this? <laughs> you're thankful that the podcast is going to be delayed a week. Why are you listening? <laughs> That's right. Um, I The other thing we should mention is we're just going to do a solo PTN episode today. So just a little Praise peruse. Praise the, the network. <laughs> just a little peruse of the news. Oh, yes. Uh, what's been going on, though? Before we get to that, how's life? Um, Good. Yeah. Baby is how's always always the first thing i think of right now sure let's go other than baby yeah you got anything other than baby no just baby nope okay my life i think i haven't brushed my hair in seven days okay but that's because of the baby Uh uh-huh uh no if i was gonna talk about something it would be that our christmas tree is already up oh nice before thanksgiving See, I don't like that. I mean, I, for me, I, I'm not saying for you. I'm not judging you on that. I think you that's are. Absolutely. It's okay. No, no, no. I think it's awesome when people get it up early. I just can't. Why? It's just, I, there's, it just feels wrong. Yeah. Before Thanksgiving. For we me. just realized that our schedules are going to be really nuts for the next few weeks. Yeah. And that we're kind of afraid once we get in towards closer to December, it's just going to be. Mm-hmm. more stressful we've had that happen where the tree doesn't get up to like the week before christmas yeah. and you're having that conversation like do we put it up and if you know my husband he is a lover of christmas he's mm-hmm. a lover of christmas trees and decorations and i think he's so excited to have a baby girl this year to mm-hmm. celebrate with so he was he's just been antsy to get you know yeah to, to show her the lit christmas tree so and it's she, all done it's all done all up, all lit up, all mm-hmm. the decorations on. Well, I should say that we have a pre-lit Christmas tree. Oh, so, that makes it easier. Totally, totally easy. So when he plugged it in, she was very excited about it, which is kind of a cool, 
cool thing to see this little person like completely enamored by this. Do you have collector's tree. ornaments and stuff mm-hmm. that you put on it? So you yeah. do have ornaments that you put yes. on it. Are you going to start getting ornaments for Iris? Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah. And we haven't decided if we're going to do something special or if we're going to do the Hallmark where they, you know, release one every year. My mom started uh, me on a series, a Hallmark series. Oh, interesting. The little dog that they release mm-hmm. every single year. Yeah. So every year it's a new puppy, basically. And that has the year on it. And I yeah. have all of them from when the series started. And then every year she gets me the next one. So do you put all those ornaments as close to the center of the tree as possible? I'm just thinking they they probably they'd want to be close to the bark. Oh, I wow. Think, uh, I, I was wondering think. where you're going with that. <laughs> Someday I might see one of these coming. Uh, Maybe. <laughs> I uh, I had a special gift on my um, my table this morning. Somebody had a Christmas gift. Yeah, somebody had uh, overturned or turned over a cup, so it was an upside down cup. And whenever I see an upside down cup, I know somebody has trapped something. That's the only reason a cup is upside down. Like so. a, they they trapped a present for you. Oh, it was a beautiful present. Uh, had about a hundred legs. It was, it was long. It was not a Reese's peanut butter cup. <laughs> no, those only have like fifty legs. <laughs> Uh, it was a centipede of some ridges. sort. Yeah. It was a centipede of some sort. And I'm like, how, where did this creature come from? Ugh. Like, why is it sitting on my kitchen table under one of my cups? Because your kid didn't want to kill it. <laughs> or your well, wife. You could take it outside. It was already on a little piece of paper and everything. Like, you could take it outside and let it go if you wanted to. Are you going to ask your kids about it whenever of they get home? Of course I'm going to ask my kids about it. What did you do? Did you, did you kill it? No. Did you kill it, Aaron? No, I didn't You kill left it. it there? It's still there. <laughs> What if it's for a school project? <laughs> I don't know. What do I know? Oh, no. And the other thing that uh, happened this weekend is bought a new television because uh, the old one went out. And here's the thing. As soon as the old TV went out, my wife's first question was, did you do this on purpose? Because she knows I've been wanting a new TV. Did you think you willed it to die? I No, I really didn't because I was actually working uh, at the time and it was a real annoyance. So I did not want it to go out at that time. I will say after it goes out and we're like, you know what? We've got the money. We've been saving. You know, let's go take care of this, get a new TV. Uh, and we we're planning on doing it next year, but we moved, you know, we moved up for a lesser version. We we're planning on saving more for a nicer TV next year. Yeah. We went ahead and went with a lower, you know, kind of an version. OLED one. TV. Oh, so I cannot wait to get an OLED. I'm surprised Someday. you remember that. You're not like, you don't usually remember like the techno kind of stuff. Um, When you see one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In person at one of those display rooms at Best Buy. Yeah. You will never forget the OLED. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they should be down next year. OLED should be down in the eight nine hundred range next they're year. Gorgeous. Oh, they're so nice. Anyways, we did not get an OLED. We just got a regular LED, but it's nice four K. You know, every, all the bells and whistles we wanted. Um, but anyways, we get we bring the box home same day. TV goes out. Run out to you know. I do all my research. Find the perfect TV. Run out and get it. It's two hundred dollars off. Perfect. Uh, bring it home. Back into the room. The TV has turned itself back on. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? You keep your new TV. That's what you do. You sell the old one on Facebook Marketplace. That's, that's what you do. You're like, man. oh, now I have a working TV to sell. Facebook Marketplace, man. I need to start thinking about selling stuff on Facebook Yeah, we got a lot of stuff to throw, uh, throw up there. Well, you ready to shoe a dough? Are we not already? Uh, all right. Let's do this. On this episode of Shoe the Dough, well, but first. <laughs> 
From the corners of the universe, things happen. We call them news. And so we look at them and then we shall peruse the news. Take that, Mr. Creature on my table. Splat. Nobody, nobody could hear that. Splat. The splat? The, the little... Yeah. Nobody could hear that. I, there's like no levels. I thought it was amazing. <laughs> it's too bad. It's too bad you guys couldn't hear that. <laughs> uh, why don't you start us off? Okay. I will. What do you got for us? Um, the first one I'm going to start with, uh, think about 1.417 inches, how big that is, or 3.6 centimeters. 3.6 3. centimeters? Mm-hmm. One point it's about one, one, one a little and a half under 1.5 inches. inches. Okay. Okay. okay, I got it. I think I got it. So archaeologists discovered a 3,500-year-old carving that is so detailed on just that amount of space, it is rewriting the knowledge of art history. What do you like? They were able to somehow do like laser etching. Yeah, it looks like it, and they're trying to figure out how is this possible. You know, like without magnifying glasses. It's like and the Easter Island statues all over again. It's a pretty incredible Stonehenge. Find. This happened in 2015. Uh, researchers from the University of Cincinnati uncovered a Bronze Age tomb in Pylos, which is in Southwest Greece. Mm-hmm. Um, it belonged to the Griffin Warrior. Uh, which was a wealthy, uh, is it Mycenaean man? I have no idea. Mycenaean probably Mycenaean? or something. Mycenaean. Uh Dates back about 3,500 years. And inside this like thing, this trove of treasures, had all these jewels and armors, armor, weapons, all this different stuff. Um, and one of the discoveries was an agate stone that was covered in limestone. And over the years, they have been carefully restoring this piece of agate mm-hmm. and what was underneath the limestone is an incredibly detailed depiction of this battle. It's an, like really intricate. Um, hmm. And what's really fascinating about under it. Under an inch and a half. Under an inch and a half. And it is so detailed. Highly recommend that you go look at it. I'll, I'll post it. Or, uh, maybe I should tweet about it or something. Okay. Um, it shows human anatomy. You can see like one of the warriors is bare chested and you can see. Oh his, my. Um, his abs and it's like an action scene. He's like throwing himself on top of another uh-huh. warrior and like stabbing down into his neck. And the other guy has this big shield and it's a very action piece. And I guess what what they're saying is it would have been used to stamp. That is so detailed. It's incredibly detailed. Yeah. How old do they think it is? 3,500 years. 3,500 years old. How did see? I don't know how they know those things. That's so long ago. It is. And that's what's crazy is this is, you know, predating some of the first art pieces that depict this kind of detail. So uh, specifically, I think about the human form, if I'm understanding correctly. So this is um, unparalleled discovery by any of the previous Bronze Age discoveries that have happened. So I feel like when I see something like this, it means one of two things. Either time travel is real mm-hmm. and it's from a later date that somehow got accidentally dropped and then encased in limestone or, you know, or whatever, or aliens are real. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, you know, th- those are the only options I can come up with. Or somebody had really good eyesight. Yeah. Because it is very small and very detailed. There's like a before and after picture of, you know, what they found wow. in this in this area. So 
I know it's a little bit visual, but I think it's just a really interesting archaeological discovery. And whenever I read about these things, I just find them extremely fascinating. Well, the so, mystery of it all is is what I find fascinating. I'm just the idea of tweet about it. Just the idea of how did it happen? Who did it? All that kind of stuff. Who did? So <laughs> what? Just that you think that it could have been an alien. Of course, it could have been aliens. Y- you you don't think an alien would? have How made did it? those <laughs> he- big old giant heads get on Easter Island? <laughs> it's not. Humans didn't do it. They did too. It's got to be aliens. There's just so much we don't know. That's what alien creatures look like. Those Easter Island heads. That's why they look like that. Because that's what alien heads look like. But they're extinct now. They lived here for a long time. But they're extinct now. I would love to be in your history class. (laughs) If you were a history teacher. (laughs) I've seen Prometheus. I know how all this works. Uh, my first peruse the news stores stop torturing your employees with Christmas music already. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think that anyone was playing Christmas music. Oh, are you kidding me? No, I'm not. People are playing Christmas music. Says the girl who put up the (laughs) Christmas tree this weekend. Uh, there's a new study that just came out that says that workers get uh, a third less work done if Christmas music is playing. As opposed to regular music. Because they're dancing in the aisles? Oh, no. Because they're actively trying to ignore it. Like, they're distracted by trying to get it out of their head. Whoa. That's what this this study shows. So, I thought it was a really interesting kind of idea that, you know, maybe you should lay off on playing the Christmas music. Or allow earbuds. Yes. But then, you know, meetings, conversations... Those kind of things. Other people in the store wanting your attention so they can find the <laughs> consumers, <laughs> the aisle that they need. Can you tell me <laughs> where the Christmas trees are? They 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 pop out the little earbud and it's like Metallica. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, you didn't even mean earplugs. You meant actual like listen to their own stuff. Yeah, I see. Yeah, that's that, what I. Yeah, that could that could be even better. I would think so. And you get a nice little mix of the Christmas music and Metallica. That would be a really fun Christmas album. Hasn't it? Have they not done a Christmas album? I don't know. Has Metallica not done a Christmas album? Well, let's find out. A Metallica Christmas. Metallica Christmas album. This is why I love having Google. Mm-hmm. There's so there's so many inventions in the world, and Google's my fave. Uh, in the chat, they say SiriusXM has two channels already dedicated to Christmas music. Metallica, Carol of the Bells. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was really exciting to me for some reason. You should check it out. So that's all it was. I I think that that is true. The music really does impact your your ability to do your job. And if you have somebody constantly screaming, you know, the same songs over and over again in mm-hmm. different versions, not screaming, but Christmas, song. Christmas time is here. I just had a visceral reaction to that. <laughs> I feel like I almost got punched. <laughs> I, you couldn't see Danae's face, but I... <laughs> I feel like I just about got injured. That's one of my least favorites. <laughs> a what? What do you want? A huma hume. A huma hume? <laughs> All right, what's your next one? Um, my next one is about the Airbus. Um, is it Vahana? Is that the name of the company? You know everything. <laughs> I don't know this. Um. So Airbus's Vahana project, which is the aeronautical company's endeavor to build a self-flying taxi network, mm-hmm. uh, has reached a major milestone. The company is ready to test its flyer car after moving it from the company's headquarters 
which is in this like, isn't the uber flying taxi thing I, I, no this is the i think this is the people that made there's two companies working on flying taxis yeah this stuff is blowing my mind because uber said that they're supposed to come out with a flying a flying taxi by 2020 yeah self-driving of course self-flying right um so this company they moved it from pendleton oregon to someplace else i don't remember where doesn't matter um, and what was interesting about this is the they had to prepare the aircraft for shipment. So they disassembled it, loaded it into a truck. Then it got to Pendleton. They took uh, the landing gear, towing provisions, all the stuff. And they put the t- thing together. They reassembled the plane because the plane is designed to be quickly assembled and disassembled hmm. in a day. It's about one day. So I wonder if that's part of it. It's like it's going to fly someone and then disassemble and ship back. Disassemble itself? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I think... A self-assembling vehicle would be something. Uh, this is a big leap forward, though, for the company, and they're going to track uh, this process. That should be able to test by the end of this coming year. I I don't like these, I, and I'll tell you why. Because they still need airports, and that's the frustrating part is I, I just I want it to come to my house. Like, if I still have to get to the airport, and I still have to go through security, and I still have to wait, like, who cares that it's a self-flying, you know, personal taxi or whatever? Mm. If you can come pick me up at my house and take me somewhere and drop me off where I want to be, now we're talking. But if I still have to go to a secondary place, like, that doesn't make any sense. But I thought that one of Uber's things that they were trying to do is save people from from having to drive in traffic by flying them directly to a location. No, the, the thing I saw, they had to fly to ports. So just like airports. But I wonder if they're different kinds of ports. Well, they might be, but they're still a secondary location. Yeah. Like you're still going to have like somewhere you have to go to get into one of these things. You're going to have then... to do a self-flying to a self-driving. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and a good at that point, point just, just do the self-driving. Because, you know, what's the, I, I don't know. But if a if a flight could save you two hours and because you don't have to okay, take the sure. roads. Yes, no, sure. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I get the time thing. Yeah. But that's where the Hyperloop comes in. That's where. Uh, Boring through the ground takes yes. much longer, though, <laughs> than. Well, once it's done. Assembling and disassembling. You can go, you know. So you would rather fly underground yes. in one of those fast little pod things. Yes. Absolutely. Than fly I get to Kansas City in 20 minutes in the Hyperloop. From Springfield. Let's from Springfield. Just specific. Yes. From Springfield, Missouri. <laughs> from anywhere you're at. From anywhere you're at. That's the whole technology, guys. It just gets you to Kansas City in 20 minutes. Very specific. At the very minimum, this is just another example that there's a lot of really interesting technology that's about yeah. to make a breakthrough in the next five years. Yeah. It's going to be really it interesting to see what happens seems with traveling. like it shouldn't happen in the next mm-hmm. five years, but it totally will. Um, I'm still hoping somebody cracks the code to teleportation and then it's all moot at that point. We just step in our teleporter and go somewhere. Okay. I'm going to rank them. Okay. I'm going to say I would. What is ranked by what? I'm By going, what you want? Uh, what I would do. What you would do. Hesitantly. Hesitantly. Yeah. I think I would do the Hyperloop, then the air. Okay. Because the idea that this plane is supposed to disassemble and reassemble makes me very nervous. <laughs> okay. And then transport, teleport. Teleporter? Yeah. That's I don't, the last? I definitely would not do that first. How long does a teleport 
teleportation technology be have to be working mm-hmm. before you would say, okay, I'll do it. After I go senile in my old age. <laughs> so however, never. Whenever that is. <laughs> you, well, there are some people, I don't know if this is your reason, but there are some people who believe if we ever figure out teleportation, mm-hmm. the version of you that it actually puts together on the other side will not be the same you. It will just have your memories. So that you will actually die when you get in the teleporter, but nobody will know because it'll be just like you're on the other side, even though it's a different version of you. Is this it just a, has the same memories. A movie? No, no, no. I'm telling you, people are saying people are saying this is a reason they don't want to do teleportation because they believe that the actual them that steps into the teleporter will cease to exist. Yeah. And the person on the other end is just a facsimile that has your memories. I feel like I believe that the person I am would cease. It's, yeah, yeah. It's but I don't. Right? I don't know if I believe that I would then teleport to a different dimension and then second version goes through. <laughs> so now I have two. There's two of me. No, you'd be. Or maybe my. Like, I don't know. I just. You'd be dead. I'd be. I'd be afraid that um, the people who own the technology would be like, let's just remove this gene. Let's remove <laughs> while this. we're teleporting them. Yeah. Which maybe would be really cool if you had like a disease. But this That'd is really this cool. is technology we're going to have to confront. Not just teleportation, but for instance, like memory transfer. The more we understand about the brain, like how how we the brain operates, the idea that we'll have data storage and speed that is enough to actually download somebody's consciousness and put it into another, you know, uh, like a what robot. What are you reading? Or, <laughs> no, I'm telling Where you. Where are you reading these things? This is stuff things? that's real. This is stuff that we're really going to have to deal with because at that point, again, is it you or is it just another thing with your consciousness and what's different? And how is this different from sleeping? What are you saying? Right How now? is it different from sleeping? How do you know the you that went to bed the last the night before didn't just perish and you're a new you mm. that has all those memories? Ooh, this is a fun video game. <laughs> I I do often wake up wondering what happened to me because mm-hmm. I have very vivid dreams. That's right. Hmm. We need to invent some kind of a fail-safe handshake <laughs> amongst our group of friends. But th- but it will still have your memory. The shoe it'll shake. Still, it'll still know the shoe shake. Hmm. All right. This is some, this is going to give us something to think about. By for the years. way, a shoe shake would definitely include Oreos, crumbled up Oreos, probably some peanut butter. Agreed. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good shake. Possibly some honey. All right. Uh, you ready for my next one? Yep. Jet-powered suit sets new fastest speed as world records tumble. Somebody went, uh, ready for this? 35 miles an hour in a jet suit. I know that doesn't seem like a lot. So when you said jet suit, Uh I just heard jet. And (laughs) then I heard breaking, you know, record. And then you said... 35 miles an hour. (laughs) Can a plane fly at 35 miles an hour? No, plane's not getting off the ground at 35 (laughs) miles an hour. That ain't happening. Uh, no, this is Iron Man. Like this is basically if you watch the video, a jet suit is where you you know you put a jet on you and then you have like hand jets mm-hmm. that you use to pro- like air. Yeah, that you use to project yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they got a new new record on it. So Iron Man is becoming more and more real. It's funny to watch this guy just like fly across a lake. I know. I've seen a couple of videos before. It's insane. It it's getting really. Um, I don't know. Like, oh, okay, that's developing enough that. I might try that. Okay. Where's that rank in your list? Still above teleportation. <laughs> um, if it was over water and I could easily hit the eject button so I don't sink to the bottom of any like water, uh-huh. 
I think I would I think I would play a little bit with it, but water again freaks me out. Yeah. So I um I think I would make Well, that- that's why he does it over water. Is just in case something goes wrong. Like water will immediately help with the fire, a lot of water immediately oh, yeah, help with fire. cushioning the oh, Lord. fall. Okay. So, yeah, uh, if something goes wrong. All right. Uh, that one just fell <laughs> fell to number well, yeah, 3, got, I think. <laughs> you've got a combustible jet engine on your back, today. Like <laughs> explosions right. could happen right but that's right. not much different than a car i mean you've got an ex- you know combustible engine there as well it's just not strapped to you in the same way okay yeah it's definitely um just above teleportation then i wonder if it'll i wonder if it ever will become any kind of transportation uh this article also mentioned a couple other world records that were broken this week uh in addition to the uh jet speed the highest basketball shot ever was made what does that mean? So from the ground, okay. the tallest hoop yeah. that has ever a shot has ever been made in from the ground. It was fifty feet one inch. Uh, the hoop was that high in the air, and they made a shot. So it was one of the members of the Harlem Globetrotters. So because they're that was like fifty feet tall, so he just had to like dink it in. <laughs> no, Danae, they they are not fifty feet tall. They are not the Easter Island aliens. I'm like they're fifty feet tall because that's their actual heads. Have you been Did abducted? I said that? It's not that they designed them like their heads. Those are the actual alien heads on God, Easter Island. I see, they're just petrified now because it's been so many years since they've existed. And just let's just be honest, humans are scary. Uh, the other record that was broken. Have you ever seen like where some, one person's on their back with their legs kicking the other person around and around in circles? Mm-hmm. It was the most of those in thirty seconds. They did like thirty-four in thirty seconds. Was insane. Phew, that just makes me dizzy thinking yeah, that about guy, it. Yeah, that guy'd be puking. <laughs> What's your next one? <laughs> okay, this is my last one, and I'm most excited to talk about this one. Okay, I can't wait. Because we were talking a little bit about like the uh, science, like the progression of science mm-hmm. and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So this is totally along with this. Get this. Get this. There's something called transgenic stem cell. Do you know what that means? Oh no. Okay. Let so me the- guess. Let me guess. Transgenic stem cell. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the stem cells are the part that can be used for regrowth, for research. There's a lot of controversy about mm -hmm, stem cells, but we're going to forego the controversy. Transgenic means it comes from outside of human biology. It comes from a different place than our genetic makeup, so that it's it's not you don't have to harvest it from humans in the same way. Yes, interesting that you should. This is fascinating stuff. Okay, Okay, so am I close? Yeah, yeah, you actually really are. (laughs) Um, so. There has been this thing that happened, and I'm going to do my best to describe it. Uh, I found this on Forbes, if you we wanted to read about it. We call this segment, Danae. attempts to explain science. So the title of the article is Transgenic, Transgenic Stem Cells Lead to a Genuine Miracle Cure. So, Ooh, this, something I cured? This is pretty incredible. So um, the seven-year-old boy had this um, skin disease where basically... It look his his body rejects his own skin, mm. and you don't live very long. Obviously, you have to have skin, right. but it's extremely um, painful. I would imagine you don't usually live until your teens. And when he came in, well, I'm he, actually surprised you live even that long. Yeah, he he came in. He was near death. Uh, he weighed like 38 pounds at seven years old, and he had severe skin infections from uh, streptococcus and uh, all this other just okay. bad bad stuff. Um, so it's a very rare disease. Yeah, it's a rare disease. It basically causes your skin to boil up and burn oh, off. That's burn awful. off. And and he had eighty. I think it's eighty percent of his body with no like. Let's get to the good part. With no skin, I know it's terrible stuff. So what they do is they take 
stem cells, they inject it into a virus. Okay. And they program the virus to not be. I'm sorry, did you say program? Yeah, they're like pro. It's the def- I don't understand. programmable stem I don't cells. The stuff. No, it's like the the virus is programmed to not be a um, computer virus. No, like a, a biological a virus. biological virus that they're programming that they program to not be um, bad. Like it's it doesn't have an effect. So it's man made. A man made virus. Okay. They put the stem cells into it, and they delivered that I guess into his body, and so the virus spreads to the body. Okay. Okay. Then they took a little piece of his existing skin and they went to a lab and they grew it okay. in a lab. And when they put it on his body after they'd grown enough of his own skin, it accepted it. And now he has skin. Whoa. How cool is that? I mean, confusing uh-huh. because I am a plebeian. But Well, that is exciting for many reasons. Certainly for that family. That's yeah. incredibly exciting uh, to, to know that, you know. That he can have skin, and and obviously this is a process, and best to them as they continue through this process and figuring out what it means and what life looks like. But that is uh, what is called an autoimmune disease. This rare disease that he has is an autoimmune disease, which means the body is fighting itself. Yeah, and those are the most difficult diseases to find cures for, to find ways to combat because of what's called the blood-brain barrier. And basically, this means that the brain has a different way to process our blood than the rest of the body. Because it's so intricate and because it's so small, the blood has to go in a different way. And so most cures and different things like that can't even get to the brain to affect it to have, you know, to fix the autoimmune response. The only reason I know all this is because of my son's diabetes, because diabetes is also an autoimmune uh, disease. So to figure out ways around that, creative ways around that is really exciting um, because it could mean that many of these, the other big one is Alzheimer's, right? Isn't that the mm-hmm. other big autoimmune disease? There's uh, so many. Terrible- there are a lot, but I mean, like you think of like Alzheimer's and diabetes, those are the two granddaddies that, you know, um, a lot of people suffer from. And it could be a domino effect where you start to learn how to teach the body to do new things. And that's that's pretty crazy. The disease he has is called junctional epidermal epidermolysis okay bellosa and i apologize no no you're fine i'm just doing the best in a but i just i mean this kind of stuff as much as i freak out about science like going too far and Mm -hmm. things like this this is the application of something really interesting where they took you know so to take it straight out this is a quote 20 years ago this would have been science fiction and even today it's nothing short of astonishing and i really feel like that's true like this is just incredible yeah so. It's amazing. It gets me excited. Um, another genuine moral, ethical thing we're going to have to deal with the more we uh, go in, in healing mm-hmm. and science and, and yeah. medicine is the idea of what if we figure out how to genuinely uh, immensely expand lifespan um, to where, you know, light where cancer is no longer an issue, mm-hmm. where we can figure out how to slow aging. Like that's legitimate stuff that we could possibly figure out in the areas of science. If you have people living three, four, five hundred years because we figured out how, you know, how to keep people healthy, there are a lot of moral issues we're going to have to process through about population and all those kind of things. Yeah, it kind of makes the whole like delivery system of this because they delivered it through like a virus. Mm -hmm. I think I would have been caught up on that. Be like, no, don't infect me with a virus. But it's at the same time, like. Well, that's how that a became, lot of that became that became a, happen. Yeah, and that became like a little secondary part to this. So there's yeah, there's gonna be lots of things to talk about, but it's just such an interesting time of 
of the world that we're yeah. in right now that we can yeah. be. I'm excited to stick around as long as I can and see all the technology that happens. And I hope that, that diabetes is cured in our lifetime. I, I, I want, obviously I want, do as well. I want you to see your son get I cured. Would, I would love to see. I, I mean, external pancreases are a thing now. Like sure. he's, his life is going to be easier than any diabetic ever before him. Right. You know, like there are technologies that are happening all the time that allow him to live a more normal life. But yeah, curing would be absolutely wonderful. Uh, somebody in the chat mentioned Bill Gates is donating to um, yeah, I saw that fight today. Alzheimer's. And he's basically come out and said, that's my next thing. I want to I want to cure Alzheimer's. And so I'm going to put all my resources behind that. Um, that's awesome. I'm I'm glad that, that he's I'm doing that. I'm glad that wealthy people are doing good with their wealth. You know, part of that is is cultural pressure, too. And so, I th- I mean, just the idea that, that we... Um, we want them to, and we expect them to, and well, and maybe he has it in his genetic code, and he's trying to save him. What know. Alzheimer's? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he's getting older. That's for sure. Yeah. So, could be, but no, that's awesome. That's that's great. Isn't that news. cool? Yeah. My final one: twenty-five billion dollars in twenty-four hours. The world's biggest shopping day sets new record. Did you know the world's biggest shopping day was this weekend? No. Eleven eleven. Is the day when the cheese <laughs> is not just cheese and bacon day as it is at your house. It's also Veterans Day, yeah. uh, which is why it's not necessarily a major holiday here. But it is a major holiday in China. And they started oh, doing shopping sales, that kind of stuff. It's kind of like their version of our Cyber Monday. Okay, A lot of online sales, that kind of thing. I think in the first two minutes, over a billion dollars was spent. The first two minutes just of pause, this day. Just pause for a second. Let's all think about how big China is. Uh-huh. It's big. Is big. It's so big. That's one of the big nations. It is. A huge you got you nation. got Soviet Union. You got the United States of America. And you got China. Two minutes. Yep. Yeah, two minutes in over the twenty four hours. Like you said, twenty five billion dollars spent. Now, do you know what the name of their holiday is on eleven eleven? And the bacon will be the <laughs> no, not best of bacon friends. Day. I think you're gonna love this. Okay. I love that this is their big holiday where all this money gets spent. It's Singles Day. Because it's one 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 one, they celebrate singles on that day. People who aren't in a committed relationship, aren't in a married relationship. What do they? Do they buy something for themselves? Huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, you can shop matter. for anybody. It's just that that's what their day is: is Singles Day to honor singles. Hmm. I was like, "Where's Where's our Singles Day? I think that's a great idea. I mean, I it's you know it wouldn't be honoring me. I'm you know married, but I love the idea of you know honoring people who are you know just doing it on their own." Yeah, me too. I think we need to, at least in this country, we need to talk about that more. Plus, you know, any day where we can save more money on sales, that's great. Because mm-hmm. I imagine if we had a singles day, eventually it would turn into a big shopping day too. Well, what day would we, would we celebrate singles day on? Yeah, that's a good, maybe January 1st. Nope, that's taken by uh, like New Year's. Um, yeah, that's a good question because 11-11 is Veterans Day and yeah, you don't want to you you mess no. with that. Would well, you do it on the, on the 11th of, of the January? Fir- the first, oh, or January eleventh, mm, January eleventh. I like it's in the winter. One eleven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's really the only other option that we've got. <laughs> well, yeah, it's November first or January eleventh. November first. November first might work best for the shopping thing. Yeah. For stores to get a jump start on the on, on the Christmas shopping. We've decided here on Shoe the Dough. <laughs> November first is Singles Day. It probably already is a singles day, and we just don't know about it because we don't celebrate it. But we're lame. Uh, but I thought that was interesting, and man, twenty five billion dollars—that's incredible. All to honor singles. 
That's it, right? It's a, uh, a special version of Shoe the Dough yeah. where it is just peruse the news. Let us know what you think about it. We'll be back in a couple weeks to shoe another dough. Because we're taking next week off. Because we're taking next week off. It's going to be the holiday season. Have so a, we're busy, busy. Uh, happy, happy Thanksgiving. Kill as few birds as you can <laughs> for Danae's sake. <laughs> but be very grateful. And get yourself a shoe shake. Thanks so much for shooing the dough with us today. This podcast is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network, and you can find out more about this podcast and others on the network by following the feed at Mixler.com slash Studio DNA. That's also where you'll listen live to the podcast if you want to do that. Also, thanks to Chris Tilly, who did the Shoe the Dough theme. And producer Phil. And producer Phil for putting it all together. We could not do the podcast without you guys. And of course, much love and gratitude to the Patreon supporters who give monthly to make this network possible. So the support can start anywhere you'd like it to, but at $3 a month, it comes with some fun perks. You can find out more information on that at patreon.com slash DNA. Also, please subscribe, rate, comment on the podcast wherever you listen to it, especially if it's at Apple Podcasts. I know they use that information to make sure the show can be heard by others. And if you have anything else you would like to share with us, show ideas, questions, or comments, you can email us at feedback at shoethedough.com. We'll be back after Thanksgiving. Have a great turkey day, everybody. With more Sure the No, it was good. It was really good. I really should figure out how to make it sound more realistic. Yum! That was the sounds the, of Thanksgiving. You gotta cook it before you eat oh, it. Oh, okay. We'll try again. We'll try again. Nope. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to listen to you pluck feathers. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.